Oh, hey, this is Autumn. On this episode of Why Not Sports, Murph is joined by Donovan Boyd, author, marketing coach, and entrepreneur. This show has a recipe to be a good one. I might or might not be taking notes. <laughs> Enjoy. And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D. Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D-Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, everybody? This is the big homie. D Murph with another edition. Yes, another edition, a late night edition. <laughs> with yes, and uh, with why not sports with yours truly, uh, listeners. I got a brother who I want to give a shout out to, Mr. Dwayne Henderson. <laughs> you know who you are <laughs> for linking me up with this brother, but um, he's a small business educator, author of the brand playbook, and co-creator of. Marketing is my sport.com backslash shop. Donovan Boyd from Cleveland, Ohio. What's going on, man? Nothing much, good brother. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing real good, man. Thank you for having me. Thank you for uh, just bringing me on so we can link up. So, right, 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 and, right. and that's real. That's real. So, you in Houston? I'm in Houston. Yes, sir. And then you went to Dallas. I went to Dallas. Like, explain to the world, man, you know, just about you and what allowed you to do this traveling. Um, yeah, so just a little bit to clear that up. Um, so my website is marketingismysport.com. Um, I co-created um, a platform um, for uh, aspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners called brandbeforemarketing.com. Uh, so brandbeforemarketing.com, uh, we just launched recently. Um, it's a 45-day course um, that teaches you how to build your business, build a brand before you start marketing your brand. Uh, we have the Brand Society, which is an online community um, based of entrepreneurs just to help okay. inspire them and to you know give them a community of like-minded individuals. Um, and then I'm the author of The Brand Playbook. So I've been currently on tour uh, for the last six months. Um, just recently uh, linked up with Rob Hill Sr. Um, and I'm uh, on his tour with him right now, uh, which is called A Beautiful Day. Uh, we just started. So this is right now. This is day three. Um, we started in L.A. From L.A. to Houston, Houston to uh, Dallas. Man, that's nice. Nice, 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 nice. Well, man, just at the end of the day, man, it is a beautiful day. Yes, because, sir. you know, as an entrepreneur, man, you getting to travel the world. Definitely, definitely. And, and getting to continue to network and branch out and do just great things that a lot of my listeners are up and coming entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. are student athletes. And just to backtrack even more, if you can just explain to the world and to those listeners more of your playing career when you play sports. Right. So um, I went to Fordham University. Uh, I played football there. 
Um, prior to that, in high school, I was a basketball guy and a football guy. Well, I really played football. So you're the multi-sport guy. Yeah, so I played multiple sports. <laughs> I only played you know, one. So, <laughs> I played multiple sports. So, um, so playing multiple sports, um, I really played basketball my, you know, really much all my life. I played football here and there. Um, I ended up playing football my senior year um, and ended up going to um, – College. I got a scholarship to Fordham University, which is in New York City. Um, in the that's Bronx. D1, too. Yeah, that's D1. Yeah, I have to put that out there. I did go D1. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? After, um, you know, after a year of playing high school ball, um, you know, and it just was good for me, you know. Um, it's just that it was a situation where uh, I just wasn't totally ready and developed as a football player mm-hmm. um, to really take things to the next level. I had the ability, but with me only playing one year, just my foundation and things wasn't where it needed to be. Um, I got hurt a few times, even though you know people told me I could probably play at the next level. Um, but I got hurt a few times, um, and it just really, you know, put a you know chokehold on my you know my career as an athlete. So I had to you know really turn to something else, you know, to um, channel that energy and just you know try to figure out what was next for me. And that's where I turned to marketing. So why marketing? Were you that person that was very popular in high school and easy? Uh, basically a person that was easy to get along with with other people, real approachable to where you feel like, I can be a marketer. I can do marketing. Um, I think marketing came easy to me. It was something that I liked to do. I felt like it was a part of my personality. Um, I was an accountant major when I first went to Fordham. Um, I had shadow days and potential internships at Black Enterprise in the accounting department, but it just wasn't for me. You know, so um, understanding that, I just started, you know, taking some other courses. Um, I took a uh, international marketing course and just really fell in love with the concepts and the ideas. Um, I used to like putting together parties and just doing different things that made me want to promote and pull people in. And I think that's where that love, you know, for marketing came. Nice, nice, nice. And the transition, was it hard for you to let the game go? football when you realize that you know what man I'm not going to pursue the next level I think the separation from football I mean it kind of happened naturally with being hurt um I had several different coaches in college, so you know it's just it was just a rocky situation in school, but it just definitely built me to be the man I am right now. Nice, 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 and and for those listeners out there, again, this is Donovan Boyd, former D one athlete, transitioned as a marketer, now author slash entrepreneur, traveling, touring with Rob Hill, and wow, listeners, I, I just want you guys to really understand that. You can do whatever you want to do, and especially for my sports uh, teenagers and those in college that rock with me, or even in the professional world. If you know you have a gift, basically you have to do what you have to do to still make money, but if you really feel like you have a talent, go for it. Donovan Boyd is, is giving you his story. Those who rock with me, you can see the development from you know, day one when I started this podcast and to, uh, to where I am now. And I'm just wanting to just, you know, what what, what would you tell Donovan, those those athletes? 
I can tell this is mainly for those student athletes, man, that's maybe done with their career, don't know where to begin, don't know if they are a marketer, don't know if their speaker just don't know what they can do. How, how would you get them motivated or what words of encouragement would, would you give them? Um, I definitely would tell the young athletes, um, go to school with a plan. You know, be in high school with a plan. Make so uh, just really understanding um, how college work and understanding, you know, uh, what it takes to really get to the next level, what it takes to excel at the next level. And um, really just having a, you know, uh, real conversation with yourself. You know, the biggest message that I would say is, you know, use sports. Don't let the sports use you. That's a good one. That's a real good one. That's a real good one. Hopefully for those student athletes, hopefully I heard Mr. Donovan say, use the sport. Don't let the sport use you. Definitely. And I tell people that a lot, man, because if it weren't for sports, I wouldn't have the opportunity to travel, let alone have the opportunity to get that degree. Right. That was my way out. My mom and, you know, my pops wasn't going to pay for my education. Exactly. And I knew that. Exactly. <laughs> so that was part of my plan. And um, just just another thing, too, man, before I ask you some, some sports-related questions. Mm-hmm. What if they don't have a goal? What if they just had that gr- uh, group of people like, yo, you just going to make it to the league? And they didn't, they didn't have that person to say, go get your books, go get your education. Like, what, what would you tell them for those people that don't even know where to, you know, really begin as far as writing down goals or even having a goal? It's, it's basically basketball or nothing. Right. Um, and this is why I'm telling them to have a goal, have a plan. You know, think outside of just the sports. Mm-hmm. You know, um, look in a situation where, you know, um, see a little more of yourself. Try to figure out who you are. What you like to do? What you know? What do you like to do outside of sports? Um, I'm not saying that sports cannot be, um, you know, the goal, but at at the same time, think outside of the box. You know, uh, use sports. You know, I use sports to get a good education. You know, yes, so, sir. Um, and that education and my ability to play sports took me to different places that, you know, I wouldn't have known, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have seen if I wasn't playing for sports, playing sports. So I would say definitely that's why I say use sports, you know, and don't let it use you. Don't be a slave to the sports to win. Then when it's all said and done, you don't got a degree. You don't have no skill set. <laughs> You know, if you're not going to that next level. Right, right. And again, listen, I hope y'all listen to my man Donovan, man. He's giving out some gems. Definitely, definitely tune in and, and just make sure you are taking notes. And, and also, and as an entrepreneur, man, I think the biggest thing that, as we talked about, just people of color right. not really having the confidence. And I can even throw a story out there. The higher you go, it's less of us. And that makes it that makes it a challenge because we do need mentors, no matter how successful or whatever level that you're on. Definitely, you 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 need a mentor, and I think for us in a corporate world, we lack mentors. But as an entrepreneur, do you see more of us in that type of lane, and us reaching out to fellow entrepreneurs compared to like what you've heard and what you've seen compared to like the corporate world? Um, I think that definitely um, that's a direction that we need to go into. 
um, collaboration is, you know, very much key. Um, I'm trying to, co- you know, collaborating in my new business. And, you know, a lot of times we don't collaborate in the entrepreneurship community. And that's because how we were brought up. Mm-hmm. That's because how we were taught. You know, we're in a situation we're like crab in a barrel. We want to, you know, we, we got to get there first. We got to do different things first. And we don't understand that collectively we can do so much more and right. that's how you know other races and that's how the people thrive in corporate america or thrive in certain things because you know uh they they do collaborate mm-hmm. um you know such and such father gave you this job because right. they were buddies or right. you know hey my son you know works for such and such my friend's company or whatever we're going to start this so that's how they take care of themselves so in the black community you know this is what we have to start doing we have to collaborate you know and watch our and pull our resources together so that our businesses can move you know in the in the rate and the speed that they need to go and community is important and i think that's something just just in our position it is important to give back and being former athletes do you believe the athletes or people that are successful do they give back to the community or is it something that the media just don't put them uh, that much light into what we do outside of our respective sports? I mean, I think so, but I think people, we can always do more, mm-hmm. right? I think we can always do more in terms of that. Okay, okay, okay. And even for you as an entrepreneur, how was the transition for you starting off? Was it something that kind of was easy for you? Or did, was it some moments you had some self-doubt? You had people who you thought was going to rock with you and support you come through, but they didn't. Like, what has, what was that point for you? What was, how was it starting for you when you realized you was going to be a full-fledged entrepreneur? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've been, you know, making the plans and the transition for probably a year now. I left okay. my, I left my job, you know, um, in February to pursue things full time. It was just a situation for me that I really wanted to bet on myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to put the ball in my court and see what I can really do. You know, when when my focus is just on this and it's not distracted by going to work another job or being distracted by you know having to beat punch a clock. So I just think that removing myself from the job just gave me clarity and you know clear vision on focusing on you know my dream and focusing on the business um it's definitely you know situations where you come into play um how i'm going to get this done um you know there's fear in leaving your job it's mm-hmm. fear in the comfort it's fear in the you know uh walking away from that stability of you know a job so you know definitely understanding that you know it's going to be rough sometimes it's not going to it's not going to go the way you think it's going right. to go you know but you have to just stay focused and have a clear mind to say okay this is the goal and this is what I'm trying to get accomplished and I'm going to continue to do that until I'm until that happens but for some people, and, and I like to play bad cop on, on, on my show because they always, not always, but I've had people say, well, Murph, it's easy for you to say. Or in this case, Donovan, it's easy for you to say. What if mm-hmm. what if I'm not used to that support group? What if I'm not, uh, how do I attract those type of people that can push me, that actually see my potential and, and not be jealous or not do things to, to hold me back? 
Right, you know, it's just really putting yourself around like-minded individuals. Um, you have to, you know, get out, network, and under, you know, and try to find, you know, people that are trying to go in the same direction that you're going. You know, that's one of the reasons why we created the Brand Society. It's, you know, putting together a community of people that are doing the same thing, not putting together people that, you know, like you know, donuts or mm-hmm, like sports, mm-hmm, but it's more mm-hmm. so people that are actively working towards the same goal. Now, how do you find those type of people? Just like you said, doing your tours and working with various entrepreneurs, how do you find them or do they find you? How does that work? Um, I mean, you know, just, you know, through networking, through social media, um, just being in the right place at the right time, being introduced to certain people. Right. Um, and you just start connecting with folks, you know. And how important now and this is just for just for, you know, me talking with you, but this is for the world. How do you follow up? Like when is it okay to follow up? When is it okay to really you know, when you say networking, like, how do you keep that relationship fresh? How do you re- keep that relationship going to where it's kind of like, oh, yeah, we met one time and now it's kind of like, oh, you know, you don't want to lose that type of support or a person you spent 30 minutes talking to. But then once you guys go your separate ways, it's kind of like one and done type of deal. Um, it's the situation where, you know, you want things to be mutually beneficial. And that's the thing where. Um, a lot of times people fall short in their networking is because they're not coming to something to the table where things are mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. You know, people just want to take, 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 you know, um, you know, when I say in the networking and you building relationships, come into a situation where you're willing to serve. Mm-hmm. If you can come in and serve somebody, you can really, you know, and you can come in and do that and serve and show this person that, you know, you're willing to work for the knowledge. You're willing to, you know, do something and not just pick their brand or pull something from them and just take. I think that's where the, you know, that relationship, um, you know, has a better outcome. Good, good, good. Listeners, like I said, I hope you're taking notes. And also, Donovan, if you can just give your social media handles right now, man. I know we're midway through the show, but I think some of our listeners, I think it's good for them to to actually get that from me right now. Right. So you can give me on social media. I am Donovan Boyd. Uh, My name's D-O-N-O-V-A-N-B-O-Y-D. I am Donovan Boyd. Um, You can check out, you know, my uh, online platform, Brand the letter B, the number four marketing.com. So that's brand before marketing.com. Perfect. Um, and I was going to ask you too, man, because you have worked with professional athletes. One played for the Carolina Panthers. Right. Wide receiver. Right. Very successful. Right. When you, well, I'll let you, you know, further uh, talk about it, but how was that experience? Um, I mean, that's a unique situation because we've been, you know, friends and family our whole lives. Um, So just seeing, you know, someone like him, um, you know, make it in his goals and his dreams, you know, he was able to, you know, accomplish those. Um, It's just been the situations where he's been able to use his platform to help me. 
Um, and that's just one big thing, you know, with us just keeping that relationship genuine and being able to, you know, pull each other up and uplift us, each other and, you know, just help each other out um, when need be. So when it's things about his brand and he needs help with, you know, I'm there when mm-hmm. it's things about, you know, my brand and, you know, doing different events and stuff. He's there, too. So, like I said, like you said, just relationships. And that's what it's yeah. about in this day yeah. and age. It's about yeah. You know, holding on to those relationships and making sure that those relationships, you know, you're not damaging them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And did we say his name? Oh, Ted Ginn Jr. <laughs> I was ready to show like, wait, right, yeah. Right, right. yeah. So, yeah, so, for those so, listeners out there, yeah, Ted Ginn Jr., uh, one of the fastest guys, at least for the past few seasons. I know fantasy football is around the corner. <laughs> right, right. He's with the uh, New Orleans Saints now. Right, 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 right. So, uh, and I have Drew Brees as my starting quarterback because I'm in a keeper league. So, yeah, I have up to three people. So, uh, Ted. Look out for the big homie, man. You know, I need a Drew to do his thing. But anyway, but yeah, that's definitely something, man. That is good that you have known someone from basically before they were a celebrity or a famous status right, to now, you know, very well known and have been successful in the league. When we talk about other guys in the league, is that something as far as your brand? Do you... Would you like to work with guys in that profession, or professional, or more like you know what, just guys that's up and coming, or go, or guys or gals that still, you know, their 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 entrepreneurship is at a good level, but it can kind of go, you know, to the yeah, next level. So definitely, um, I have a you know a friend that works, um, you know, with athletes, um, and we were having a conversation. Um, definitely would like to advise or consult athletes um, in understanding that they do have a brand and the brand that they're trying to build um, off the field for when they're not playing anymore. Um, And that's one of the big things because a lot of athletes are just focused on the sports at the moment and are not thinking outside of you know their industry or outside of the sport and what are they going to do next so i definitely will want to get into you know a situation a consulting role of you know just helping athletes understand the power of their brand and what they do or need not to do you know to taint the brand so then that they can establish you know something outside of their respective sport i love it and listeners it's a beautiful thing for those who rock with me thank you but donovan is telling you guys the same thing myself and big roy have been saying it's about what you're going to do once your career is done myself big roy and now donovan has basically told you the same thing you have to prepare yourself post-career right you don't want to live with your mama because you never know when it's going to end <laughs> facts you never know. And like I was just saying, you don't want to be, oh, I live with my mama. Or I live with a girl. I mean, you know, I, I used to be. You still can be. Surround yourself with like-minded people and put yourself in that type of circumstance where you can start having that accountability team. Um, someone or a group of people that you can vent to or right. confine in. I think that's, for me, that has been very important. So... Um, that's probably the biggest thing man, that I wanted you to share to the listeners as far as the brand, as far as getting ready for the next level. And I'm on this part of the show, I just want to get your perspective on sports today from when you played until today. And I've asked a few people this question. 
whether it's NFL, Major League, NBA, do you believe it's watered down? Um, definitely. Um, especially, I mean, if you're looking at what's happening in the NBA right now, um, I probably, I might feel like the Eastern Conference in the NBA is probably <laughs> the worst. The, the few moves that just happened in this free agency has probably made the East the worst it's <laughs> ever been in a very long time. Yes, sir. Um, you know, so, you know, whenever you know who's the probably going to be in the finals when the season starts, you know, the, the, the sport is bad. Thank you. Um, I don't necessarily know for football. Like, I, I've never was like, oh, I know such and such is going to the to the Super Bowl. Um, Super Bowl. Right, right. But you know who's going to the finals. Um, and, I mean, you know, it's, it's the money's different. The drives is different, you know. So, um, you know, everybody's criticizing KD, man. It's just, hey, if if my thing with the KD situation, if it was a problem, they shouldn't have let it happen. I can see both sides. I'm one of the guys that's criticizing. I'm just be just be honest with you. I feel like you know, if you have a talent, if if you can't beat them, join them mentality. I don't think I I, I thought they had a chance to beat them. But I don't, I don't think that's a, if you can beat them, join them mentality. I, I, I don't I don't think that um, because, you know, I don't think nobody said anything when Chris Paul tried to go play with Kobe. But the NBA blocked it. The NBA didn't let that happen. You know, that's a situation where, you know, it, it's you, that could have been another super team. If that's what you want to call it, but it's just in the situation. This is this is what it is. Yeah. Kevin Durant made any anybody in Kevin Durant's shoes. I feel like would have made the same decision, and that was a business decision. It was, it was a smart business decision. You know, that was a business decision, and you know we have to understand it's entertainment <laughs> for us. Okay. <laughs> It's business for them. I like that perspective. Right. right. So when you're looking at it from what was the best business decision for Kevin Durant Enterprises, Kevin Durant Incorporated, the best business decision for him is to win a championship. And he got it. That was the best business decision. So in order to win a championship, what do I need to do? So it's not smart for you. To go play for the Orlando Magic. Facts. It's not smart for you to go play for the Minnesota Timberwolves, right? Because you're not. You're well, now not they pretty good. Now they are, but last year, you know. So you know, it's not. A, it's not a. It's not a. You know, a. Uh, 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 it's not a, a matter of can he play the game. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we're not questioning that. Mm-hmm. You're questioning his decision, mm-hmm. but you're questioning his decision as a fan. Mm-hmm. You're questioning his decision from an entertainment standpoint. He made the best business decision for the Kevin Durant brand. And now look a year later. He's a champion. He's a champion. And now what? His endorsements are going to go through the roof. Everything that he needed to do for his business is going to be affected. So I don't think that he made a bad decision. And, and, and I've had this conversation a lot. And the Chris Paul, Chris Paul was trying to get traded. I'm just saying this is what I've said. It was, it was the trade. Kevin Durant is more of a free agency. So that's kind of the big difference. And then number two, it's kind of like we're entrepreneurs. 
this is just for healthy conversation. If you make a decision, can you live with that decision knowing the people, most people around you that don't rock with you gonna look at you as you know, hopefully this is not his only one, put it like this. Hopefully right. Kevin Durant but, but his his decision was influenced by other people. Steph? Draymond? No. no. The Shaqs. The um the Shaqs of the world, the Kenny Smiths of the world, the Charles Barkleys, the all the people that sit around and say that this guy won't have a legacy unless he wins a championship. LeBron won't be who he needs to be unless he get a certain amount of rings. Uh, Russell Westbrook, you're good, but you don't have a championship. You know, so all those people that sit back and say those things, that's what influences this decision. Because if it wasn't about the rings and nobody talked about it, Kevin Durant would have stayed on Oklahoma and he would have just been playing and he would have been considered maybe the the top <laughs> one of the top three players in the NBA. But the fact that you guys want to keep drilling in this man's head that his legacy isn't going to be nothing unless he wins. So now what? You got to make decisions. And no matter, like and it, you said. And, it, and you do it, and it's in all sports. You're not considered a good baseball player unless you do what? Win a ring. No. You're not a good basketball player unless you hit home runs. Or you got RBIs. You can just be a good player, right? But you don't get that money unless you hit home runs. So what made you think? What? So what, so what, what you think influenced... The steroids. Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, yeah. Jose Canseco. Right, because yeah. you're not getting a check unless you can put the ball <laughs> over the thing. Yeah. Not the fact that you're a good baseball player. Yeah. You can't get this check unless you hit the ball out the park. <laughs> so that's what influenced that decision. And I, hey, like you said, for Kevin Durant Enterprises, very smart decision. Derek Murphy might make a very smart decision for the brand, but most people might say, Murph, what was you thinking? As long as I'm not selling my soul, I should be all right. Right. I don't think, I, and I don't think, I don't think Kevin Durant did anything to compromise his integrity. Exactly. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? He didn't do anything illegal. He didn't do anything to compromise integrity. What he did was what was allowed in the industry that he's in. I can't, and, and and you are right on that. No, I have no argument to that. <laughs> hey, but he do got to win more than one. That's what I believe to really get. I mean, people are gonna always have something to say like LeBron. I still think LeBron is one of the greatest players of all time, regardless if he's lost what four finals, five finals. Mm-hmm. I still see him as one of the best of all time, and I'm not gonna knock him because he's did what he did in Miami. Of course, going back to Cleveland and taking them to multiple finals and actually winning one. So from here on out, LeBron, you can't really. I mean, you can, but it really don't make sense to, you know, have anything negative to say about LeBron. So, yeah, and I think Golden State will be there for the next five years. Even if Clay leaves, he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> really? He ain't going nowhere. Draymond, they ain't going nowhere. They gonna get paid. Well, we already know Steph got paid, right? And they yeah. all gonna get paid. That that's the beauty of listen. That might be one of the smartest franchises. In basketball history. Wow. Wow. Over the. Well, yeah. That's true. Because the Bulls, they won smart. The Spurs. Uh, yeah. I, I, I can't really think of too many smart organizations. Smartest organization. They bought the team in 2010 for $426 million. 
2017, that team's worth $2.8 billion. ROI, return on investment. Listeners for those out there. I have no further to say about that, sir, because that is true. I'm going back to the history of the Knicks. They made some dumb choices. All these players are drafted except for one. The starting five is drafted. One big-time free agent. These players are drafted. In the, in the organization, within the organization. Yes, sir. They were drafted. This wasn't a let's go out and spend big money. These players were drafted. They scouted. They put together a formula. They put the right players, the right people around in the right position. Then they went and got good role players. It's a great organization. And Steph wasn't getting paid but pennies. He wasn't getting paid pennies. He just cashed out. Draymond Green got $90 million. Clay Thompson will be ready. He hit. In two years, he'll be ready to sign. I mean, one you know, one year, he'll be ready to sign some. Draymond Green ready in three. Kevin Durant already got his money. Right. So, boom. I like that perspective. Go back. They about to sign Andre Iguodala to something. Yep, they did. You know? so, yep. Sean yeah. Livingston. Yep. Right. So, that's what it's about. Smart organization. Hey, man, we need to, uh, hey, listeners, hold me accountable. I got to reach out to, to the organization, the general manager, somebody for Gold State, and just see what they mind process was but you're right though that makes a lot of sense and they but somebody had to talk to Steph Draymond Clay to buy in and say this is what we're going to pay you even though we two-time MVP me and Steph if you keep just hang with us we're going to get you one of the highest paid contracts ever and right but they crazy. was in but they was in a situation you got to look Steph Curry won nobody three years ago four years ago right so he deserved the forty million he was getting, but he was an MVP. Then he won the MVP again. So that should have really right. That's what that I'm saying. Time. But I'm saying that was just two years ago. Yeah, yeah. You gotta admit, Steph Curry been in the league nine years. It's been that long. Yeah, Steph Curry been in the league nine years. He been hurt. Think about it. When Steph Curry came in the league, about seven. When Steph Curry came in the league. He had the old jerseys. Or it's going on. Hey, he got he got drafted in 2009. Okay. Okay. So, okay. That sounds okay. Yeah. That's still, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Seven, eight years. That's okay. That's about right. So, in 2009, this is, he going into his what season? His eighth, ninth season. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Going. Yep. 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 This upcoming year will be the ninth. Yep. 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 Man, time flying. Right. So, I mean, he got paid at the right time. Listeners, all about timing. So, so entrepreneurs, those in the corporate world waiting for that promotion. If you just hang in there, that timing gonna really open up them doors. And I appreciate it, man. That's that's all I got, man. We're gonna end it on timing. Yes, sir. (laughs) I'm with it. Man, dope, dope, dope. You want to uh again just you know, anything you got going on, just have the listeners of the world. Yeah, just check me out on social medias, man. I am Donovan Boyd. Check out my website, brandbeforemarketing.com. We're doing amazing things on that website. Yes, you are. Check out brandbeforemarketing.com. Um, and if you haven't got my book, you can um, you know, get it on marketingismysport.com or it's on Amazon, iTunes, Nook, Kindle. Um, it's called The Brand Playbook. Support the homie, Donovan Boyd, living in Cleveland. Shout out to, again, Dwayne. Mr. Henderson for allowing me to link up with this brother. I appreciate it, man. It, it's dope. And, and listeners, y'all know where to find me. Twitter and IG at Murph. You can find the show on all platforms. iHeart, iTunes, wherever you consume your podcast. But listeners, y'all know how I do it. Until next time, and I'm saluting.
Keep grinding. Keep the faith. Mm-hmm. Did I take some notes? Thank you guys for a great show. What I got from the show is being goal-oriented and sticking to your goals is important. You are your brand. And building relationships are important, too. Murph, this was fun. I had a good time, but I got to get back to what I was doing. Before I go, I'm going to take your phrase and tell the world, keep grinding, keep the faith. Keep on running.